Pele, how are you? How are you? Welcome to this week's episode of the Vibecast with Brent Pella. I'm Brent Pella. This is the Vibe. This is the Vibe Check for the world. You already know what it is. Welcome. Glad you're here. Glad you're hanging. Glad you're kicking it. Got some fun things to dip into today. First and foremost, uh, the Vibe is out. Vibe is out. Vibe Rosé. This is the brand I've been working on for the past couple years. Super stoked to be out now. Available to order at VibeRosé.com. That's V-Y-B-R-O-S-E.com. Use code VIBRATE for 30% off. Isn't that a fun, uh, suggestive promo code? Hmm? Vibrate. Capital letters with a Y. 30% off will save you money on shipping. We're shipping to uh, New York, California, Texas, Arizona, and Florida, and more states soon. Super stoked on that. Um, love a good glass of rosé, especially during summer. Okay? Yeah. All right? I don't, I don't only pound beers with the boys. Okay? I'm an adult. All right? with a slight edge of femininity that I'm comfortable with, okay? Because it's 2022, dude. And you can have as many pieces of as many genders as you want. So there you go. Vibe Rosé, dude. It's out now. Uh, this week's episode is also brought to you by... Don't skip the ads. These are fun. This is the most fun part. Cacao Bliss. <laughs> I put this, uh, scoop of this in my morning smoothie, morning coffee. It's got cacao, turmeric, MCT oil, uh, a whole bunch of different superfoods and antioxidants. It's incredibly delicious. Okay. Shop.earthechofoods.com slash Brent for a discount. Check them out. And Newtopia, customizable formulation of nootropics, which are specially designed to help you um, have a better brain. Pretty much, you know, think better, uh, accomplish your goals, be more creative, get rid of brain fog, get rid of procrastination. You can fill out the free survey to identify what areas of your cognitive function you could be improving on and then get a discount at newtopia.com slash Brent. All right. All right. Ooh, we peaked. Well, I think we really peaked in high school. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> um, man, I've had a pretty cool week. Uh, past week was okay. Went to Seattle. I was up in Seattle, Washington, did a show up there. Um, it was fun. You know, it was, uh, it's funny. I don't really, I haven't performed in, like super liberal cities in a while um, just because they're booking and scheduled and stuff. That's literally it. Um, but I went to Seattle and for the first time in a couple of years and I did a couple fun political jokes and very receptive, super fun. It's always nice to see people going out purely to laugh and have a good time and not really giving a shit about, you know, jokes that might offend. Okay. You know, uh, like Andrew Schultz's new special came out. I haven't watched it yet. I saw the opening though. And man, I'm glad he didn't censor it and, and chop bits out just to get it on Netflix or whatever. So, uh, it's nice that people are appreciating that. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I do have shows coming up this week, big week, especially if you're in San Diego, California, July 29th through 31st, I will be headlining shows all weekend at the Laugh Factory San Diego. Super excited. I haven't been back down to SD um, in a while, man. It's been over a year for sure. And San Diego's uh, it's it's a spot where I got really good at comedy because I would go down there like once or twice a month for my first two or three years of doing stand-up. At least one weekend a month, I would drive down to San Diego just to do little like five-minute guest spots, 10-minute guest spots. Um, and I would crash at my friend's disgusting apartment, sleeping on the floor, inhaling whatever toxic fumes were 
floating through their air or uh, nasty diseases were buried in their carpet, I would be sleeping directly on the carpet with a blanket and a pillow. And um, I think that's what gave me immunity to COVID, actually, because I was doing that for a couple of years. And San Diego, so San Diego became kind of like my uh, comedy home in a way, even though I was living in LA. And every time I go down, it's just, um, it's just so fun. I just, I, I get so much love out of the experience. I try to put just as much love back into the world when I go down there. And um, to be doing these shows at the Laugh Factory is, is pretty big. So I'm excited. I know it's summer and people are traveling a lot um, and there's a lot going on. But if you're in San Diego, I would love to see you there. Show's going to be special. I'm doing all kinds of new stuff for this show. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Tickets are at brentpella.com slash shows. Uh, also got Denver coming up on August 4th. Very excited for that. I will be coming a day early and doing mushrooms in the mountains on my own. Probably. Um, that's very likely. So that's Denver. And then Jordan Landing, Utah at Wise Guys Comedy Club, where I will be joining the Mormon Church for a weekend on October 5th and 6th, doing shows out there. Um, Sedona is going to be a big show, too. If you're in the Phoenix, Sedona, Tempe, wherever that area is, that two-hour radius of Sedona, come to this show. That's going to be a big show. That's part of VortaFest, big music festival that my buddy is uh, producing out in Sedona. That's September 23rd. Those tickets are on my website too. And then Oklahoma City and Dallas in November and lining up some other stuff in between. And it's all good, okay? Brentpella.com slash shows. Also have new merch as if I'm not already fucking asking you to spend your money on um, things already. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about all the things that I asked people to buy. Um, and it's like, it's not bad i don't think because i truly love all the shit that i'm trying to tell y'all to buy stand-up tickets for sure okay because that's just that's a given that should be priority number one buy tickets to my shows um vibe rose is out now okay that's my business that i just launched and i'm super excited about it and it's delicious it's just a great wine it's a good table wine it's a good party wine um grab some bottles okay merch just drop new merch if you want some cool clothes i got all kinds of new merch uh, Cacao Bliss is <laughs> great for your smoothie and your and your coffee. Newtopia is good for your brain. Okay, Masszymes good for digestion. Same company as Newtopia, so we're not double dipping. Um, but all these things, Black Rifle Coffee, delicious coffee. All these things uh, are big parts of my life, and I get a lot of benefit from them. Otherwise, I wouldn't be, you know, talking to you about them. All right, let's move on from the buy shit portion of the show, dude. Los, there was a jewelry heist in Los Angeles. Did you guys see this? Did you hear? Did you hear about this? Did you see? Jewelry heist. Apparently, this truck had left a, a jewelry show somewhere in LA. And it was driving up the 5 freeway. And it stopped at a rest stop for 30 minutes. And at, during that 30 minutes, some people came in. And they took all the shit off of the truck. And they left, dude. It was that clean and quiet. Tens of millions of dollars. Of jewelry have been stolen bro that's so cool so i don't i know we shouldn't be rooting for crime but like i i want to do a caper you know what i mean i want to do a heist i'm dth i am down to heist bro i would love to plan something where no one gets hurt and whoever just got robbed is fully insured so they get their money back so even they don't get damaged right 
whatever businesses owned the jewelry that was in the transportation truck. Hopefully they get all of their money that they would have gotten in exchange for selling the jewelry, right? We hope that. We don't know. But at the end of the day, dude, a fun little heist, tens of millions of dollars, bro, that sounds fun. Sounds fun, dude. No one gets hurt. Come on. Just a little caper, just a little, just a cape, just a t- just a taste of the cape is what I would love to do, okay? I wonder if it was an inside job. I don't know, obviously, because there's, they haven't released tons of details of the case, and I'm not a fucking investigator, right? But you pull the truck over, you're two armed guards, right? 30 minutes, you leave the truck, they must have gotten paid to just turn the other cheek. Somebody must have said, hey, bro, you guys stop at this rest stop. You go inside, you grab something to eat, you hang out for 30 minutes, and then you get back in the truck. Here's a hundred grand cash. They don't know. They don't know who took the stuff. They're kind of a part of it, but they're, they got plausible deniability because all they got to say is I went inside to eat. Well, you're not supposed to leave the truck unguarded. Ah, sorry. It's a long shift. Well, you're fired. Okay. Bye. <laughs> you know, man. So cool. I just I just watched American Animals too. That's a cool. That's actually a really cool movie. Anybody that's into like heist stuff, it's based on a true story. It's part documentary, part reenactment, and it's really well done. It's very well directed, and uh, it's it's a story about these college buddies who um, planned to steal these historical artifacts from their school library and then sell them. And they went through with it, and then um, you'll find out what happens when you watch it, but go watch it. So I just watched that. I love the oceans movies, of course. And it's just got me thinking like, dude, I would love to do a little, I would love to do a little, I would love to do a little heist, bro. I went to Richmond, Virginia a couple weeks ago. And on one of the days before the show in the afternoon, I went to the Richmond, Virginia museum of fine arts. Okay. The fine arts museum. And I was cruising around and they had some Van Gogh paintings in there. And the Van Gogh paintings, they're on, they're framed, but there's no glass in front of the Van Gogh. It's just right there. Like I could touch the paint that Van Gogh used, right? Actually, I, I was wondering at the time, has, has it been retouched so much to the point where now it's not even his brushstrokes anymore, or it's not even his paint anymore? Like at what point does the original paint disintegrate? So the replacement touch up paint is actually the majority of the paint in the painting. That's a question I have for anybody that's really into uh, fucking art maintenance or whatever subject that is. Anyways, I was in the museum, and this is how fucked up my brain is after watching all these heist movies. I was in the museum, and I saw the Van Gogh, and I was like, dude, if I had a box cutter right now, no one's in this room, and you know damn well on the security cameras, they're not watching every room, right? You think they're watching the Van Goghs 24 hours a day? And even if they were, Okay, I would assume they're flipping between because there's probably over a hundred cameras in the place. So they're flipping between. They got to keep an eye on everything or they only check the cameras if something happens or if there's like a group or a bunch of people in there or something like that. Regardless, let's say they were watching the cameras. What if, am I going to get in trouble for this? Who knows? What, <laughs> what if I had a box cutter or a knife? I fucking cut the painting out of the frame, put it in a manila envelope, pants it and walk the fuck out. And even if they saw me, I'm, I'm pretty athletic. I could outrun them, right? I'm in a disguise. Maybe I have a mustache, a wig, a hat, glasses, right? I'm wearing 
completely new clothes, running shoes. I stash a bag of clothes five blocks away around a corner so I can outrun anybody chasing me, go to that corner, change real quick, call an Uber, boom. Or go to a little cafe. Maybe in that bag, I, I hid uh, my computer and, and other things so I could go to the cafe and just start, just go to work a little bit. You know what I mean? I could even start at the cafe, do some work, get up, go to the museum, take the Van Gogh, run back, ditch the disguise, go back to the cafe, and then I will have been at the cafe the entire time. Ooh, dude, did I just plan a felony? Did I just plan a felony, dude? Bro, you know what I mean? Or they had this, um, I truly don't know if this is legal or not, what I'm doing right now, but it's hypothetical. I'm writing a story. That's what I'm doing. They they had these silver Tiffany artifacts from the early days of the Tiffany & Co. company, and they were only behind one lock, one little lock. Looked like a home lock, like a lock on your front door. Super pickable. You just get something that looks like that thing and you replace it real quick when no one's there and you bust out of there and you got something worth like a couple mil, a couple hundred thou, you know, how do you sell it? I don't fucking know. Figure it out. I'm not, I don't plan that part of the heist. Anyways, it just made me want to do, do a robbery, like a safe one, you know, like a safe chill, like a chill little, a chill little steal, a chill little felony, dude, a chillany. I am down to chillany. I am down to do a chill felony. I'm not. I'm not, though. I, we shouldn't do that. Okay. You know? I don't know. What? <laughs> uh, it was just so crazy. Um, but, man, I can't believe they pulled that shit off, dude. They're saying it's one of the biggest, like, heists in the modern era because it's tens of millions of dollars. Must have been an inside job. They had to pick a lock to get into the truck. They took the transportation barrels off the truck, put them on their getaway vehicle and drove the fuck off. Crazy, dude. Crazy. All right. What else is going on, dude? Monkeypox. Y'all ready? Who's ready for monkeypox, bro? I'm ready. I'm stoked. I'm excited. Um, I'm really looking forward to all the stupid fucking shit they try to make us do to not catch monkeypox. Um, since they're not doing monkeypox labels yet, I'm just going to drop some fun objective facts of reality here about monkeypox that I just found. Uh, so of the 528 confirmed cases reviewed, this is as of uh, two or three days ago. No, that can't be as of two or three days ago because there's thousands of cases. So hang on. Let me figure out when that was before I spit out a fact without fucking knowing anything. When there were 520 eight cases reviewed 95% of them were um, transmitted during sex between men uh, the top monkeypox expert Dr. Rosamund Lewis sounds like an evil villain name from a movie which makes sense because monkeypox also sounds like it's from a movie they couldn't have done, said anything else they couldn't have made up something else COVID was great that was a great name for uh, the pandy okay it was a great name for a disease alright COVID it's a new word, C-V-I-D. it was sharp, it was aggressive, you know, it made you pause when you're talking about it, okay? It gave it some weight, and it made people pay attention to what was going on. Like, if COVID was called, like, I don't know, I forget what COVID stands for, but let's pretend they made it stand for something else. Maybe, maybe it was called Darmal. You know what I mean? D-A-R-M-L, Darmal. Bro, did you get, get Darmal 19 yet? Nah, dude, fuck that. No one would care, you know what I mean? Monkeypox? Ah, fuck, dude. It's like they're not even 
uh, trying anymore. 99% of all monkeypox cases beyond Africa were in men, and 98% of that 99% involved men who have sex with men. Now, there was also a part of an article that said to be careful about stigmatization and discrimination, which is totally true. And at the same time, these are things that we just can't ignore. Like, we definitely shouldn't be like uh, 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 discriminating against gay men. Who care? I don't care who you have sex with, dude. Dude, go have sex with all the dudes. Enjoy it. Have fun. You do you, bro. And you also do all those men. I am going to do me and like a girl, okay? But we can do different things and it's all good. And there's no discrimination there. Like, And I don't remember what it was like when uh, HIV and AIDS were on the rise, but I'm sure the discrimination was fucking awful. And it still is in a lot of ways, right? As soon as um, a lot of people think HIV, AIDS, they think of gay men. And uh, that's unfortunate when used in a discriminatory and stigmatized way. But it's real when you're using it, I think, in an analytical way, when you're analyzing data. And if you're a woman or a straight man, um, monkeypox seems like not a super big worry based on the vast majority of people who get it and how they get it, right? Still, yeah, be safe, whatever. Look up all the ways that you can avoid monkeypox. But the main one is uh, to avoid, uh, you know, unprotected sex with the man if you're a man. Seems like it. Seems like that's the objective fact of uh, how to avoid monkeypox. That's just what it seems like. And I don't think that's discrimination. But what worries me when I see shit like this is that the whole woke movement and and all the liberal doctors and liberal verified badges on Twitter, they're going to talk about monkeypox as if it's any other disease that anybody could catch because they're scared of being discriminatory and they're scared of um, being oppressive toward gay men. Hey, dude, you're not being oppressive toward gay men by stating a fact, Right. You're just not. You're being oppressive by being an oppressive fucking dickhead. But if you say a vast majority of people who catch monkeypox are men who have sex with other men, that's factual, right? So a great way to avoid monkeypox if you're a man is to not have sex with other men. And that just seems like a fact. And it's just, it. I'm not seeing it yet. And I've only looked at monkeypox stuff for the past like day or two. So I'm not super educated, but I just hope First and foremost, there's no discrimination or stigma attached to conversations about this stupidly fucking named disease uh, that is rude uh, toward gay men. And I also hope that fucking they don't start talking about monkeypox like it's, you know, the flu or something or some easily catchable thing that you could catch at the grocery store or some other dumb fucking way that a lot of mainstream talking heads we're talking about COVID as if anybody could catch it no matter what and stop like putting people in groups. You're being ageist by saying it's only killing older people or it's mostly killing old older people. Don't focus on that. Hey, maybe we should focus on that because that would allow us to focus our resources and help efforts on the most likely group to be affected by the thing, right? That's all I'm saying. Um, please vote for me for governor. <laughs> oh, dude. Newsom is such a piece of shit, dude. 
why he's running ads I, after um after i uh, i'm about to upload this podcast right now and then i'm going straight into shooting a new gavin newsom video actually shooting a new one daddy newsom is coming back <laughs> ah, did you miss me <laughs> uh he's been running ads in texas and florida and you know what's what's there's a couple interesting things about that right um thing number one they're not his states not they're not california thing number two why are you trying to appeal to people who um don't want to live in your state already right over a million people moved out of california since 2020 alone a majority of that million moved to either Texas or Florida. More people moved to Texas and Florida than any other state combined from California since 2020. You're running, so he's running ads in Texas and Florida, dude. And it's like he's talking shit about their governor, uh, Greg Abbott in Texas and DeSantis in Florida. And it's like, dude, you're you're. The, those they got voted in people voted for them to do the things that they're now doing that you're now saying in ads are bad things to do what in other states you're gonna run that ad if anything you should be running that ad in california to double down on all your crazy fucking blind supporters that will love you no matter what you do or say and make them love you more but you're reaching out to to Florida and Texas, two obviously Republican states who elected Republican leaders to do Republican things. And now those Republican leaders are doing the Republican things that they were promised their mostly Republican audience, supporters, residents. And you're and Gavin Newsom's gonna be like, ah, aren't you guys mad about that? <laughs> He's going to be like, hey, uh, <clears throat> all you stupid uh, Republicans, aren't you upset that your Republican leaders are doing Republican things? <clears throat> no, nah, dude, they they seem to be pretty chill about it. You know, they seem to be pretty chill. And I'm not even dropping an opinion on the shit, on the abortion or the guns or, you know, it, this is purely about one governor trying to be governor of other governor's people. And he keeps getting asked if he's running for president and he keeps saying no. And it's such a shit eating grin that he has on his face. Every single time I see a clip like that, I don't know. 2024 is going to be wild. Wild. I don't think, uh, I don't think AOC is going to run yet, but probably in 28. Um, Kamala, we'll see if she, uh, comes out of her hole and sees her shadow or not. That'll help us determine whether or not we'll have three more months of winter. I think it is. Um, Biden, you know, I, I could see him running again if if he's wearing knee pads and a helmet. Um, on the right, I guess uh, the brunette Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis will probably do, take take charge, right? Or fucking um, Despicable Me grew from Despicable Me. Ted Cruz, he could probably run. They're all bad. I don't like any of them, but that's okay because this is the world. You know, this is where we are.
This is where the universe chose to place us at this time in this space amidst the crazy batshit bullshit happening right now. This is where we are. You know what I mean? Um, I went up to, when I was in Seattle, I did a, a, a writing session with my uncle who's a fucking genius. He's the type of guy that knows everything. He's the type of guy, if you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and you had the phone a friend line, he would be your first choice for any question at all. Um, and we were writing, uh, we wrote a new bros video. It's how bros talk about quantum physics. <laughs> and it's so wild, dude. We talked about so, I should get him on the podcast. Honestly, we talked about the multiverse theory. We talked about quantum entanglement. We talked about the, uh, the, the subatomic state of a photon, um, acting like a particle and a wave simultaneously and so much more. And I bring that up because we got really heady into the universe and what life and death means. And he's very, very Catholic and, uh, has a lot to say about the intersection of science and, um, religion and how the Catholic church basically created science in, uh, in his way of describing it. It was very interesting. Anyways, got me thinking about the universe, bro. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Got me thinking about the universe. And I think you should too. I think we should all think a little bit more about the universe. And Gavin Newsom should think a little bit more about California because that's his universe. You know what I mean? All right. We're going to sign off here. Um, Shop.EarthEchoFoods.com slash Brent. Yeah, that'll get you to Cacao Bliss. Newtopia.com slash Brent for uh, your customizable nootropic stack. Vibe Rosé is out now, dude. Go check this out. Super stoked on it. This is going to be a long journey, and I'm very excited to be on it with a bunch of awesome people. Um, I love rosé. I love rosé wine. I got really into wine during young COVID, and uh, prior to that, I was like a wannabe wine snob. Now I'm even more of a wannabe wine snob, but I've always loved rosé. It's just it's it's fucking delicious, and um, especially in the summer, especially with any pasta. Uh, glass of rosé is great and I highly encourage you to go check it out vibrose.com promo code vibrate for 30% off uh, enjoy that and come see me live man shows all summer through the fall and beyond brentpella.com slash shows and wild and out is currently airing uh, on MTV uh, no on VH1 on Tuesdays and they're posting a lot of clips online and I post clips on my pages um, so go check that show out and uh, drink some water. Tell someone that you love them. Have a good week. I'll talk to you later. Bye.